0: everyone and welcome to Meow Makes the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven.
1: My name is Jerry.
0: And we are here to preview the final week of the NFL season for the Panthers. Uh, teams are yeah. about to go into the playoffs. The Panthers are not one of those teams unfortunately. Uh, but we are playing one of those teams in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa uh, for our season finale. So how you feeling, Jerry? The, the season is pretty much over after Sunday. I mean, honestly,
1: the past few weeks, I've, I'm i kind of excited to kind of know where we're sitting at. I'm assuming mm-hmm. after this game, we'll kind of be knowing what we're sitting at with Matt Rule, the coaching staff, and everything mm-hmm. else. Maybe not that, right after, but, you know, yeah, within a week. Sometime we'll within know, a week, yeah. Our draft selection will be solidified. I mean, right now it's pretty solidified, as we're either 6th mm-hmm. or 5th, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, you know, all that will be nice and then we kinda kinda can focus in because honestly this the ending of this season has really, really bummed me out and kinda dragged me through the mud. It it it's yeah. really tested my Panther fandom. I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'm yeah. still watching all the games. I'm still cheering even though in my the back of my head, you know, they should lose, I think, and secure a better draft spot. I mean, last week's Sylvia was yelling at me. She's like, "I thought you wanted them to lose." I was like, "Yes, but I'm watching them, and I want them to win at the same time." <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's tough. It, you know, it's been a tough uh, couple months, like you said. I mean, mm-hmm. really, since we were five and five, and things were, you know, not uh, not looking bad. You know, we yeah. were figuring five and five. Well, you know, we'll at least win eight, nine games, maybe. Uh, yeah. No. We haven't won I any mean, games
1: we, since then. We could just win a few more games. We'll be good, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, oh. that's
0: what we said, you know, around the halfway point. We were both thinking that, well, this is going to be a successful season for Matt Rule. He's going to do better than he did in his first season. Things are on track, right? That's mm-hmm. what we were thinking. Things are on track. Uh, and now the wheels have just completely fallen off
1: for yeah, the,
0: the season the and maybe Matt Rule's career, <laughs> you know, as, as in an NFL. NFL head coach. At least, but yeah. um, So yeah, like you said, the Panthers are uh, at worst going to pick sixth. Uh, They can move up to fifth. I I think that's as far as they can move up. They
1: they can move further back, but it would take a lot. I was looking. I don't think they can move.
0: I think they they're stuck in six. I mean, are are some ties in play or something? Or
1: yeah, stuff like that. It's really weird. But I saw like there's one, two percent and one percent chance they slip further out to like nine or so but it was like to a very minuscule percentage it went one like two one below one percent so once that happens uh, yeah we'll just we'll
0: just we'll just say that we're pretty much locked in at six regardless of what happens i i know a lot of that is based on like strength of schedule and stuff so maybe if a whole bunch of teams win that aren't supposed to maybe something happens there i don't know yeah. but um, it seems like we're pretty safe to say that we're going to be picking at least 6th. Uh, mm-hmm. And then maybe, depending on what happens with the Giants, uh, I think that's the only team we can pass to move up.
1: Go um, Big Blue this weekend! Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so everyone root for the Giants. But, uh, but you know, I was just telling you earlier this week that I'm kind of glad that, that the Panthers, it seems like, can't really move back from 6th. And I feel like I can root for them to win this week. Now, you were saying that, well... Maybe for Matt Rule's sake, we want to root for them to lose. Yes, you know, just to have that stink on him at the end of the season, and I understand that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I mean there was fire. Matt Rule chance breaking <clears throat> out at the Charlotte Hornets game yeah. last night, uh, Wednesday night. It's just like this is this is enveloping, developing all around Charlotte <laughs> yeah. and all Panther fans. It's not just, you know, diehards. Everybody is tired the way this team has played the last few weeks and few months of the season. I mean, the defense hasn't been great. The Mm -hmm. offense has been, honestly, one of the worst I've seen ever, including Jimmy Clausen. I mean, I'm talking about getting maybe 200 yards per game, getting 10 points. I mean, at what point do you just say you're bad? You And this is the my biggest thing, is Matt Rule had personnel decisions. He was the one making the final says. That's what he wanted all along, so that's what he got. He's yeah. the one who d- w- didn't go out and get to the offensive line. Then why are you in a press conference? Well, you know, it looks like we're going to have to focus on the offensive line. We knew that last year. Why did you <laughs> not do it? Why,
0: why are you the one that didn't Why did you go out day did. one
1: and get Cam Irving? I mean, that was your guy. That's who you signed off. We need to work on the offensive line and quarterback. You picked up Teddy Bridgewater. You signed off on Sam Darnold. These are your guys. If you didn't want to, you're the personnel guy. I am sure that Marty Herney and Scott Fitterer didn't overrule him either year. Just saying.
0: I I would imagine, yeah. I mean, it sounds like that was one of the the conditions for him to take the job was that he would have... Mm -hmm final say in, in those personnel decisions. Um, yeah, and he obviously made some mistakes this year with uh, with who he went out and got and who he didn't get mm-hmm. and what they did, you know, with some of the guys they did get. Um, you know, Matt Rule, it's, it's interesting because when you look at the drafts, the two Matt Rule drafts, I mean, there are some really good players, you know. So I can't yeah. say that he does not have an eye for talent because... He, he has drafted some really good players and he's signed some really good players in free agencies, but he's also made some very odd decisions. And the, and the, the franchise overall has made some strange decisions, particularly at quarterback since Matt rule has been here and, and really has. And we talked about, we, you know, we talked about Teddy, the Teddy Bridgewater signing last year and how that didn't really make much sense with what they were saying. And then yeah. this year going out and get Sam Darnold, uh, you know, even though they didn't, you know, they didn't mortgage their entire future for that, but they did give up significant amount of capital, draft capital to bring him in. And they committed significant amount of money next year to him. Uh, So yeah, it's like on one hand, you know, he, he deserves some kudos for some of the decisions he's made with people he's brought in. Uh, But when you're looking at those high profile positions, like quarterback, offensive line, he struck out he has not made good decisions and yeah i'm just curious to see if he if we are if he is retained and he does stick around next season what changes there does he rely yeah. more on fitterer does he learn from his mistakes more importantly yeah. because if he's a guy that can learn from his mistakes then that's good what we've seen in games he's not where he cannot adjust and he does not learn from mistakes makes me fear that that's kind of what we're going to see if he sticks around Is more the same next year.
1: I mean, the few weeks ago, the Panthers were the number one first quarter team.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, just outscoring people. I think they still people, might
0: be, yeah.
1: Uh, outscoring the opponents and not letting the opponents score. Mm-hmm. But then how are we sitting at this deep slide? Yeah. I mean, it's because of the coaching. It's not because of the players. The players obviously can do what is needed to be done. They do it a quarter of the game. It's the rest of the game when the other coaches are adjusting that they're not adjusting. I don't think the the players just stop playing at that point and say, Hey, we got a lead. Right. So, and a lot
0: of that, you know, a lot of the defensive issues. Uh, and I, I was talking to Jonathan and Alexander, the, the Charlotte observer guy the other day. And, uh, and he and I were kind of going back and forth a little bit about the defense and, <clears throat> He was making a point that a lot of the defensive failure has become, is because of the offensive failure, which we've talked about yeah. on this podcast mm-hmm. many times, um, where the defense is just getting tired. They're out there for too long. The field position is poor. Now, they're not turning the ball over, certainly not like they were last year. And in years past, when the Panthers' defense has been very successful, uh, a lot of the time it's been because of turnovers. Mm-hmm. They're not generating a lot of turnovers this season, and that's a problem. Uh, when especially when the offensive is is generating a lot of turnovers Uh, so I don't know man I I just wonder if we get an offensive play caller in here that knows what they're doing and can make those adjustments if that just turns everything around you know and we get a couple of pieces on the offensive line you know in the offseason that just turns everything around
1: but kind of going back to Joe Pierce, Persons' uh, mm-hmm. article, it's not just that. It's that he's not getting the NFL style. He is not... He's doing things that he thinks <clears throat> that he could do with the college players that aren't working. That is... Mm-hmm. It's making the NFL players disgruntled. I That wasn't in this article, but that's kind of yeah. what the gist I got. I think it was a wrong move for him to go get college everything he needed Mm -hmm. to bring in an nfl former head coach somewhere on the staff to help him out to kind of guide him through this because i think he he's doing it the wrong way i think that the college system what he's trying to really do it's not working
0: well you and you and i talked about that when he was hired when we Mm -hmm. saw that staff that was i know me for sure and i'm pretty sure you were the same way is we looked at that staff and we said there's not a lot of nfl experience here and that is concerning yeah and you know there were two ways to look at it one way was well you know these guys are all you know fresh ideas and they're geniuses at what they do in college and they're they've got a proven track record there and and, they can adapt to the nfl well we haven't seen that yet um but it, it kinda, that kind of goes back to my point is if Matt Rule can learn from his mistakes, which, again, we're pretty detailed in that Joe Person article. Yeah. Uh, if he can learn from those mistakes, if we see him drop PJ and we see him you know, drop a couple of these other Temple or um, uh, Baylor guys that just wouldn't make any other rosters, if we see him move on from them in this offseason. But I'm very, very interested to see where they go with OC because if it if he just says, "Well, you know what? I'm comfortable with Jeff Nix and I want to keep him around." then we're not going to see any progress next year. No. It's just going to be mean, more of the same.
1: Also, what is up with the offensive line? Is that is mm-hmm. that, I don't know the offensive line coach, but <clears throat> he should be on fire too because mm-hmm. there's nothing. And then look at we've been crazily asking for Brady Christensen to play left tackle. Cause everybody mm. else has sucked. We might as well see a lo- the rookie sure. out there. And when the rookie goes out there, he does well. And then they're yeah, like, well, and now the coaches are like, we knew it was going to happen. We- <laughs> why? Why did Cam Irving going on IR force this happen? If you knew yeah. this was going to happen, get your head out of the ass and get, put him out there. This is stupid.
0: Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we'll see. Um, Again, if if he is retained, then I expect a lot of staff changes. Uh, I think Chase Blackburn would be gone. I think uh, offensive line coach, like you said, will be gone. Um, who knows? Uh, running back coach might be gone. I mean, there could be a lot of turnover on the staff. A lot of PSL
1: owners be. way be gone. I mean, a lot of that's PSL the way owners. I'm getting...
0: um, yeah, I, 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 I'm not I mean, buying any. Realistically, the the training staff. You know, the health staff, I think there should be some major turnover there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, You know, in terms of getting these guys prepared for games. Um, So, anyway, yes, we're here to talk about Panthers at Bucks, But, (laughs) you know, this is the last game of the season, and and there is going to be a lot of turnover. And by the time we talk to you guys next, you know, uh, there could be an announcement about Matt Rule being fired. I mean, it could happen right after the game if if it's going to happen. So... It usually happens between Sunday and Monday, so that's what we'll see. Uh, but there is a little bit of news here, so
1: Well, it off. I kind of want to put this in there. It's really not news news, but mm-hmm. Phil Snow came out and said that Jeremy Chin may return to linebacker next year, depending on offseason moves in the draft. Yeah. Thank you. I th- Now, he's played good at safety. I don't want to, like, discredit him. He's played well been okay. at safety and coverage. That being said, I felt like he was a difference maker when he played that linebacking joker type of role that he did mm-hmm. last year. I kinda I feel like this team missed that. I think Jermaine Carter did not play well at middle linebacker, and I think sliding Jeremy Chin down kind of helps with that run defense, kinda helps seal the edge a little bit because he is so fast and such a sure tackler. Mm-hmm. So I was just very excited to see that and hope it happens.
0: Yeah, um, Nick Carboni from uh, NBC tweeted out just a few hours ago, uh, Jeremy Chin's stats from 2020 to 2021. So 2020, where he primarily played linebacker, 117 tackles, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, interception, uh, one sack, two tackles for loss, five QB hits. All right, and he also had those two touchdowns. Uh, And then 2021, 107 tackles, so 10 less, uh, one less forced fumble, one less fumble recovery, still one sack, six tackles for a loss compared to two, and then five quarterback hits as well. So the stats are very similar, um, but it felt like he wasn't as impactful. You know, just watching the games, you you didn't feel, except for a few standout moments here and there, mm-hmm. but you didn't feel like he was, you know, as impactful.
1: I kind of would, would be a great stat, but I'm not going to go and do that. So some mm-hmm. stat guy wants to come out there. I want to see the average distance of the tackle from the uh downed it mm-hmm. down. Like, you know, the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. You. I, my bri- yeah. brain's just skip. So if it, cause I felt like last year he was tackling guys within the two to three yard range all the time. And this year I feel like him playing safety, they're getting to eight, nine even deeper. So I'd love to see the average of where he's tackling them. Cause I think that yeah. kind of plays into what I'm saying that I feel like he's more impactful on linebacker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to see that too. And I don't, I don't have those stats in front of me, unfortunately, but, um, that would be something interesting to go take a look at. But yeah, I mean, it, it, I thought it was interesting that the stats were so similar. I mean, after mm-hmm. Sunday's yep. game, the stats will probably be almost identical in terms of total tackles. Um, so it, it's interesting, but, um, I thought that they moved him to safety kind of out of need just because that safety position was really thin. And theoretically, the linebacker position was the strong, was one of the strong points coming into the season, especially with Perryman. Uh, and then they just made some personnel changes. Some guys got hurt. Uh, some guys Jermaine didn't, Carter perform. didn't Right, Jermaine Carter didn't perform like we hoped he would. Um, and that middle of the field sort of fell apart. And that's where yeah. we saw the gashing run plays and a lot of passes over the middle and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I would be interested to see if he moves back to linebacker and what they do with the safety position at that you point. Because I'm going to assume.
1: You yeah. can find some decent safeties in free agency fairly inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, all,
0: almost every year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, makes, we always talk
0: about how weird it is that safeties are just I mean, don't seem to be signed until almost. <laughs> middle of the season sometimes you get good yeah. safeties still out there it's very strange
1: starting caliber safeties I mean yeah. not elite but I mean, yeah. Trey Boston's
0: still out there and I know he didn't have the greatest season of his last season here but he certainly he should got... have been on a team I thought
1: oh yeah I mean you know he's I think he's done now I think he's just yeah, doing yeah, his yeah. commentating and stuff like that he's a great Twitter right. follow too if you haven't followed him on Twitter he is yep um
0: yep. but shout out to yeah. Trey if you're listening <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all that being said, though, I mean, yeah, you can find a safety. I think you can find a safety in the third round. Well, I mean, this year we desperately need that pick because that's our second pick. Oh no, we don't even have a. <laughs> no, third we round. don't even
0: have a third round pick. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta turn this sixth pick into you know a bunch of picks. Unfortunately, so that's the thing that sucks, man. Is like. Uh, and they could, and you know, things could happen. They could trade up. They could trade next year's picks. I mean, they, you know, they could do that every year if they wanted to. But um, it's going to, we'll have our draft preview show here in a few weeks, um, or at least we'll kind of start talking about it. But there's a lot of scenarios on the board. You know, oh, yeah. We're going
1: to have to do a lot of draft profiles because I have a feel because I know I'm thinking depends on where we pick it, who's, yeah. who's, how it looks like it's going to shape, drop it back. Maybe Matt Coral, you know, old Miss quarterback who was projected early, could fall because of his knee injury. Mm-hmm. You sit him for a year. You let Sam Darnold go out there and suck <laughs> because Sam Darnold sucks. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you let him start the year after that.
0: Yeah, either, Or you don't even go after a quarterback, and you just try to fill some of these other holes.
1: Yeah, and, and just gain. Yeah, or gain you, you
0: see if you can uh, steal a Gardner Minshew or. Something like that, you know david Carr or Derek, Derek Carr Derek Carr yeah uh, some of the uh, you know a, a better than average quarterback you know that's probably not going to be too expensive, you know so who knows there, there are options out there, but is something preventing you from achieving your goals, what interferes with your happiness? Check out betterhelp.com slash listener. I know one thing that's interfering with my happiness is this current Carolina Panthers football season. Um, But, you know, some people aren't able to compartmentalize that feeling and it bleeds into your personal life. And, you know, we've all had issues in our personal lives that prevent us from being our best selves. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's extremely convenient. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. All without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. There are licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential, it's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable. Again, this is not a crisis line. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash listener. Join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash listener. Uh, all right, so let's talk about some of the injuries here. Uh, Terrace Marshall and Cam Irving were both placed on IR. Um, you know, two guys that haven't really made much of a positive impact on the team this year. So I don't think that's going to hurt us. Um, uh,
1: another issue is drafting mm-hmm. Terrace Marshall in second round, place, running him so much in the preseason, and then nothing. Nothing seemed yeah. to be played for him.
0: Yeah, I, just, I, I, I'd love to see. Well, I'd love I to know s- why. Yeah, <laughs> like what? What's the? What was the game plan there with Terrace Marshall? Because he looked really good in the preseason. He was, in fact, in the preseason. A lot of people were talking about oh, this guy should have gone in the first round. He was, you know,
1: better than he X, looks X, like X, the. X. Yeah, he looked like the best wide receiver out of the class people were yeah. saying. I mean, Jamar Chase, right. obviously... Jamar Chase is just ridiculous, up. but... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sixth pick, by the way. Jamar <laughs> Chase. So. Last two six picks, uh, Justin Herbert and Jamar Chase. You know, maybe sticking at six is not that bad of a thing. No. <laughs> um, we got Stefan Gilmore, Shai Smith, and Etor Grossmatos were placed on the COVID reserve list today. They will most likely miss the game Sunday. Um, I guess it's possible they could test out, but um, Hassan Reddick was removed from the COVID list, so we will have him back for the final game of the season. Uh, Looking at the injury reports here, uh, Robbie Anderson did not practice with a quad injury. Uh, Sean Chandler, DNP, with a groin. You've got C.J. Henderson and Derek Brown both limited practice. Um, with a knee and an elbow respectively Uh, looking at Tampa Bay Shaq Barrett did not practice with a knee Uh, Mike Edwards full practice Jalen Darden full practice Mike Evans full practice Ryan Jensen limited practice Ronald Jones did not practice Sean Murphy Bunting full practice Jason Pierre Paul did not practice Rashard excuse me Rashad Robinson did not practice. Uh, Richard Sherman limited practice. Justin Watson did not practice. Everyone else full practice. So they've got a lot of people on the report Uh yeah. you know Shaq Barrett I I'm going to assume some of these guys at DMPs are going to be held out just for
1: yeah, precaution. I caution.
0: Mean, uh, you know, there's the last game of the season.
1: They they don't get a so. bye. Green Bay wrapped up the first right. seed in the NFC so they don't get a bye. Right. I mean, they, they could drop a little bit, but I mean, they're still, they already won the NFC South. So they've got that. Yeah, they won the up. NFC
0: South. The only, the only thing really at stake for them is uh, maybe one home playoff game. So obviously they're going to play their first, the wild card game will be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're the two seed, then they'll play that next round at home as well. Uh, and then the NFC Championship, if it's against Green Bay, they'd go to Green Bay. Anybody else, they'd play at home if they stayed at two. So, you know, there's some home field stuff at play for them. But, yeah, they cannot wrap up the bye. So, uh, Bruce Arians did say that, that all the starters would play, you know, as long as they're healthy. So, you know, yeah, I would but how long? To see them out there. I yeah, mean, but yeah. Uh, it sounds like game, they're going to treat it like a normal game, but, you know, you never know.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're sitting at number three seed. Uh, they would have to get the Rams to no, to the, the 49ers. Seed, right? No, they're the, they the number three seed? seed. No, according to the NFL playoff picture, they're number three seed right now.
0: Oh, I thought they were the two. Okay.
1: So I could see them wanting... To, that's why they pushed our game back because mm-hmm. the Rams and 49ers that are playing at four, they don't want the Buccaneers mm-hmm. to lose and then the Rams would just bench everybody. Yeah. I, it's the NFL which it sucks for us because this season just lasts about three or four hours longer than it needed to be for <laughs> Panther fans
0: true this would we would normally be getting ready for uh, round one of the playoffs so well, you know to watch it obviously not to be yeah. in it but
1: yeah we have been uh, in right. a while <laughs> thanks uh, David Panth- Tepper
0: yeah yeah <laughs> the Panthers are eight point underdogs in this game uh, over under is 41 and a half I bet that's the lowest under over under for the Bucks all year um they, The it, Panthers it, did open this open the game ten point underdogs, so there's been quite a bit of money coming in on the Panthers to move that line, which is interesting. I'm thinking maybe some of the people are thinking that like you said, uh Tampa's starters may not play the whole game and who yeah. knows.
1: And it's funny, is I think uh Tampa Bay in the past like six to seven games are averaging close to like thirty something points a game. Like mm-hmm. thirty one, thirty two. I mean Yeah just on average for the season they're averaging 29.4 but in the past few games they've been really lighting it up if you take out yeah. that one new orleans game where they scored nine, <laughs> yeah i mean they're they're probably averaging like 35 36 so
0: yeah and i would imagine tom brady will want to put up some big numbers in this game to to boost his mvp potential um so yeah i mean you know this could be one of those five touchdown games for him you know, Antonio Brown not going to play and not on the team anymore. He was released today uh, yeah. by the Bucks. So sounds like he's going to have ankle in- ankle surgery, but you know, that's such a weird situation.
1: Oh yeah. Is his, Did s- you, do you think hear- his
0: career's over?
1: Oh yeah. Did you also see yeah. about the uh OnlyFans model that he was trying to pay hush money for? That tested COVID the day after supposedly they were together, and the day before the game, yeah, yeah, it's that. a whole thing. It's a, it's another sounds whole like thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> if you're interested, sounds like just something else to
0: add to the Antonio Brown saga. Mitos, you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, why would any team want to touch Antonio Brown? Everywhere he goes, after Pittsburgh is, it's a dumpster fire. It's like. Burning the village as he leaves every time. It's yeah.
0: He's just he's so talented. I mean, some, you know, you figure somebody's probably gonna take a, a chance on him. You know, I wouldn't. It always would. happens.
1: No, if to, if Tom <laughs> Brady and Bruce Arians can't do it, no, no. Well,
0: <laughs> just be prepared, Jerry, because when you're interviewing with Tepper for that head coach job in a couple weeks, you might be asked about how you handle situations like that I was reading an article today on ESPN uh, where they they go through a lot of the questions that are asked of coaches mm-hmm. in the head coaching interviews and some of them are, are you know your typical you know what would you do in this situation time management stuff but yeah know, some of them are how do you handle a disgruntled star player right a player yeah. that's holding out in training camp you know things like that so um, I wonder how Matt Rule answered some of those questions. I would love to be a fly on the wall to have seen what blew David Tepper away so much about Matt Rule.
1: I, I don't know. I have no clue. Because he
0: obviously right. killed the interview. I mean, Tepper I flew mean, down to his house, and I mean, Tepper, like, badly wanted
1: him. To be fair, I mean, when he first spoke here, I think we all yeah. were kind of like, whoa, sure. this guy. Because we I, I, yeah. I remember I felt like, hey, this guy's a I feel like I could run through a wall for this guy, even the Mm -hmm. first preseason, but it just has gone so downhill. And all his interviews even now look like.
0: So depressed.
1: He looks like a a dad that's getting divorced, lost full custody. He's been (laughs) drinking a lot. You know, letting
0: himself go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. His wife took the kids and, you know, half his paycheck, all his life savings, like, and the boat. (laughs) <laughs> and the boat, yeah. The boat really
0: hurt his feelings. <laughs>
1: it just looks like he's just down in the dumps. I mean, I feel like we have a more sunnier disposition than he does.
0: Yeah, and, and watch us after some games sometimes. And, and, and watch watch Matt rule and then watch us if you want to pep talk. You want to feel <laughs> a little better about the <laughs> And that's saying something because we are not happy after most of these games. Yeah. Oh, um,
1: man. So instead of doing matchups, I, I I was stuck on the side of the road. My wife's car died today mm. when I was taking it to the shop, so I didn't get to all the matchup. I decided just to just kind of throw up what they, the Tampa Bay Bucks did to us a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It, it, it's they ran the ball down our throats. Yep. Five yards per carry. I mean, 31 rushes, 159. I am shocked that, you know, they threw the ball thirty-one times. I didn't even realize they threw it that many times. They still didn't mm-hmm. gain a lot with us, so I, th- I yeah, think that's. Go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, you know, Brady threw for two thirty-two, which you know was quite a bit higher than what the Panthers were giving up at that time through the air. Um, but they, you know, we said it after the game. It didn't seem like the Bucks had like a dominating game or anything. But they dominated the Panthers, you know, on the scoreboard. Yeah, and that's at the end of the day, all that
1: matters. The Panthers couldn't score, and the Bucks were able to, and then they just mm-hmm. started draining the clock. I mean, that's what it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had some big plays. The the Bucks did, you know, that Keyshawn Vaughn had a, a big run at one point. They just made they just made the big plays, and that was kind of the the difference because um, mm-hmm. we had no we had no big plays to make uh, our biggest play was a cam Newton run and cam didn't even play the second half so
1: uh, I I wonder if it'll be different with Sam darnold starting if they try to do something else I I just don't see it I I, I don't I think yeah, this
0: I mean what's gonna change now on week 18 you know yeah I, I don't see yeah, I mean, I could see the Panthers winning this game because the Bucks are in playoff mode at this point, you know, and they're yep. they're looking to next week. They don't care about this game, really. I mean,
1: would it be nice to win and maybe get possibly the second seed? Yes. Yeah, but sure. The, uh, do they want do to win? The, but but do you think they don't have to? Gonna, win? I mean, they could win and still get third seed and still play mm-hmm. Green Bay next week, right? So yeah. at that point, you know is it better to rest rob gronkowski save tom brady mm-hmm. from getting injured you know let chris godwin in there all those guys no chris godwin's out there mike. i mean
0: chris godwin's out anyway yeah
1: My, mike Evans. I, it's gonna be a
0: lot of Le'Veon bell in this game <laughs> like yeah Le'Veon bell blaine gabbert I, you know i would not be surprised at all if blaine gabbert comes out in the second half and plays the whole second half um you know with the backups i, I mean i, I kind of feel like that's what's going to happen in this game and that gives the panthers a chance to win and I, I really don't want to win that way. That wouldn't make me feel any better. Uh, yeah. Certainly, Matt Rule would come out. You know, ah, uh, real proud of our guys today. You know, battled through adversity, building culture, the season. You know, with a win, and and that's really important going into this off season. And blah 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 blah. Him being happy after this game would just make me really sad. So, <laughs> like as much as that sounds like, but. Yeah, I mean the matchups in this game are this you know they're kind of the same this is a team we played 2 weeks ago. Right? Yeah. I mean it's kind of kind of the same type of deal, you know, we you want to stop the run. You want to clamp down on um I mean who's who's their best receiver now? Mike Evans if he Mike plays. Evans. Um and then Gronk. Those are the two guys you got to stop Then they've got Tyler Johnson, they've got uh Scotty, Scotty Miller? Miller? Uh, and then there was another sharp Perryman is there made a big play last week. So, you know, they've still got some weapons. Um, I think the key is getting in Brady's face. It always seems like if you get Brady to the ground a few times early in the game, he has problems. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a problem for the Panthers this year, getting to the quarterback.
1: Yeah. Especially
0: I, I, over the last six weeks.
1: I was going to say uh, the first half of the season, it was completely different, yeah. but yeah, lately, right. um, really, if Derrick Brown could get pressure up the middle, I think that's where you get Brady. Yep. I think the edge rushers don't bother him as much, but that pressure up the middle really does give him get in that... in his
0: face. Get in his face. Get, yep.
1: Bother Tom Brady as much as you could bother Tom Brady. I mean, we are talking about yeah. Tom Brady, the greatest of all time yeah. quarterback. <laughs> he gets the ball
0: out as quick as anybody, you know, as accurately as anybody, and he just, you know, he's got it down to a science. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be really hard to beat him if he plays the whole game. Um, you know, he, he had a, the whole team had just a terrible week last week, and they still ended up pulling it out at the very end mm-hmm. against the Jets. So, you know, anything's possible, I guess. But I don't know, I, you know, ask yourself as a Panthers fan, what do you want from this game? What do you want to see? Because Iowa. I just want to see the uh, zeros at the end of the game. I just I'm done with this season. I want the time to say zero zero zero, and then we start thinking about more fun things like the draft and the off season and potential coaching searches and all that stuff. I I really don't have anything in this game I want to see from the Panthers that that will excite me.
1: Now, yeah, me neither. I mean, I wanted to see Tommy Trimble, Terrace Marshall, Shy Smith. I want to see some of the younger guys, the rookies, kind of come out and shine. But half of them yeah. are on IR or on half COVID them are on IR, Yeah. So I yeah, mean, Trimble at this being point, out
0: there, I'd, I'd like to see them do some cool stuff with Trimble. You he's know, on some IR. Kittle type stuff. Is he? He's on IR. Trimble yeah, is.
1: Last last uh, week, he went on IR. Okay.
0: Well. See, I'm just not paying much attention anymore, honestly. <laughs>
1: I I'm mean, so so I want to see Shai Smith. I want to see Brady Christensen play well, left Shai tackle. Shai Smith is
0: on COVID reserve, right?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind.
0: Yeah, we just talked about him.
1: I want to see David Tepper <laughs> walk down at halftime, drop the brass balls he always talks about it from his office, on the sideline, flips off Matt Rule, and tells him he's fired and points to the end zone.
0: I thought you wanted to see him drop the brass balls on Matt Rule. Yes, that too.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Make Matt rule. I never want to say that. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, that would be interesting. That would be entertaining. I'd like to see that. That's my bold
1: prediction. Not at (laughs) at halftime, towards the end of the game, though.
0: Oh, man. Um, All right. I mean, I don't think there's really anything else to talk about (laughs) matchup-wise here. Uh, All Uh right. So uh, beer bet of the week. Probably don't have one. Uh, how about this? Does Matt Rule get fired Monday, uh, you know, after the game? Ne- ne- next week? Yeah. Next week? Does Matt Rule okay. get fired next week? Yes or no?
1: Oh, I'm going to say yes, even because I think you want to go no, even though I think it's going to be a no. I don't want to go run.
0: no. I don't want I, I, to go no. I want to he, say yes. Black Monday, I'm, when I, all the I,
1: coaches I, get fired, I have a feeling I'm going to be crying because Matt Rule did not get fired. Did not get fired. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, are, so are you saying yes or no? For I'll for say the yes. final beer of the season.
1: I'll say yes. Say just what you want I... to happen, Jerry. Say what you want to happen. Oh, I said yes. Yeah, that's why I'm that's doing it.
0: Yeah, you know, don't don't say it resigned. Like ah, you're making me say yes.
1: That's what you want to happen. I do want. Uh, that I to also happen. want it to just... happen,
0: but I will say no because I don't think he will get fired.
1: I don't either. I I yeah. think everything coming out. I think David Tepper cares about his money a little bit too much and he wants to and he has the buffer of saying that I always said I would give him 3 years. I mean, yeah.
0: You know, so. he signed him for 7 years. So and everything in Matt Rule's past has pointed to that third season. When we talked about Matt Rule when he first got here, we looked at the third season. You know, Matt Rule came in and uh dismantled the team when he came in. He he took all the veterans and pushed him out the door uh, went all defensive draft that first season and (laughs) the first pick this season was a defensive player he has not put a ton of resources into the offense uh, you know except for at quarterback Um, so I would like to see if he does stick around you know put some of those resources into the offense the defense seems to be in pretty good shape you know in terms of the young players
1: I feel like he's done some he's, Not in he's, comparison he, to
0: the defense. Okay. Like he has put way more assets into the defense.
1: Yes, he paid way more. But I mean, he drafted yeah. two receivers, one tight end. He drafted uh, two offensive linemen this year. He went out and signed a tackle and a guard, first day of free agency. I mean, yes, I, he re signed Robbie but, Anderson.
0: Okay. I, he did. Yes, he did those things. But, you know. One of the receivers was a six-round pick. One of the offensive line was a fifth-round pick. The two offensive linemen he signed were kind of bottom of the barrel, cheap, cheap signings. Like they, he didn't spend any money on those guys.
1: Uh, he spent a lot of a decent amount of money. I he mean, spent those spent like three million dollars a year on him. That's
0: nothing for an offensive lineman. That's I'll cheap. I'll find.
1: No, I... hold on one second. Let's find their contract. It well, it's like because... six
0: million for two years or something. It wasn't a lot of money. Six or eight. I mean, it's not a lot of money in comparison to some of these other guys for starting offensive linemen. You know, he went bargain basement shopping. Uh, Jerry is looking up, up the salaries right now. I'm yes. vamping here.
1: <laughs> Pat Elfline is getting $6 million a year. He got a three not a year,
0: year.
1: Three year, $13 million, $13.5 million.
0: Uh, okay, that is not $6 million per so four and a
1: half million. year. So $4.5 million. Right. So four and a half million, that's that's with a lot. an
0: out, I believe, after
1: He has a six million dollar guarantee.
0: Yeah. So right. So six million guaranteed. Right? For and, three and, years.
1: And you have Cam Irving two year, ten million, five million, eight million guaranteed. So Yeah.
0: So that's what I'm saying. I, I mean they could get rid of Pat Elfline. So Pat Elfline's essentially was a two-year, eight million dollar deal, basically, because they can get rid of him with less than half a million dollar dead cap after next season. All right, but so I'm, just was,
1: that, I'm just saying. Yeah, he didn't spend a lot money of money, and he overall. went out, but he went out and tried to do stuff, and he thought that he could buy these bargain basement guys and make them into something, and he didn't. I. Yeah, Do I, don't, like I don't I this... don't know
0: why he went out and got those guys. I mean, we've talked about that. We don't I don't understand what he saw in Pat Elfline or Cam Irving other than versatility, which he harped on over and over and over again. These guys play all kinds of positions and that's valuable. Well, what has Cam Irving played this year other than left tackle? He's played anything other than left tackle. Pat Pat Elfline I... did have to come Injured. in and play center. Right? I mean, oh, yeah. Pat Elfline has played multiple positions on the on the line, so I don't know what we would be doing without him at center, honestly. I, I, he's not good at center, but he's probably better than Tecklenburg, who was terrible a couple weeks ago. Yeah,
1: He was terrible. Um,
0: So, yeah, I mean, I, I just think in terms of draft position, in terms of money, he has not – they have not gone in on the offense the way they have on the defense. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's yes, not even close.
1: They they have – they have gone in a lot more on defense, but that. I mean, they have said, had to
0: sign some offensive players, as you know, they have to do that. They have to fill out both sides of the field. But but they haven't spent a lot. Go ahead.
1: But in years past, this Panthers organization has not spent a lot of money on offensive line and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it's always been better. This is the worst offensive line I have ever seen.
0: Yeah, it's this terrible. is
1: this yeah. is the worst. Offense that I remember, and I'm trying to remember the Jimmy Clausen era because I it was bad. I don't was it this bad? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I blocked out most of that season and, and that year. Um, <laughs>
1: David Gettis was starting, so there's a difference. Yeah, in talent too. On sure,
0: a huge difference in talent.
1: You know, I the think, whole team. Yeah,
0: the defense as well. I mean, you know, the, you can't really even compare. I, I think Jimmy Clausen. If he started on this team, I don't know. The offensive line is just so bad, I don't think anybody would be good on this team. So, I don't know. I don't know how we got onto this uh, topic, but uh, bold predictions.
1: To- <laughs> I already mentioned my bold prediction.
0: That David Tepper's going to mm-hmm. drop brass balls on Matt Rule's face and wiggle him around. Okay, And uh- tell him he's
1: fired and point to the end zone at the- <laughs> in sometime in the fourth quarter of the game.
0: My my bold prediction is that <laughs> Sam Darnold has his best game of the season, oh. and throws three touchdowns, close to 300 yards, and the Panthers win this game. That's gonna be my bold prediction.
1: All right. What is your uh, game prediction then? You've already called that uh, the Panthers yeah. will win.
0: Yeah, I just I think uh, I think the Panthers win this game not because they're better than the Bucks. Obviously, they're not, but because the Bucks end up sitting most of their players in the second half, and the, the Panthers just have probably their best offensive game of the year. I think the Panthers win this one. Um, I'll say 30 to 24. Panthers.
1: I am going 28-13. Bucks.
0: Bucks, okay.
1: <laughs> I, I thought I was sorry. Yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. You know, uh, that's <laughs> probably more likely what will happen. it's called a bold prediction, Jerry.
1: Okay. No, that was just our game prediction, but you threw <laughs> I know, in but, your bold.
0: Yeah, I know, but I, I messed up and said they were going to win in my bold prediction, so I had to stand by that. All right, other NFC South games, Atlanta at Buffalo. Nope, nope that, was last at Buffalo. Week. that was last week. I did week. not
1: update. I think it's just uh, Atlanta and New Orleans. Atlanta and New Orleans,
0: oh. yep. Yeah. yeah, New Orleans has to win, and San Francisco has to lose for New uh, Orleans to get in. yeah. Yeah, because so, Philly's already in.
1: Yeah, they are one. They are eighth right now, in, sitting yeah, at Orleans. eight and eight. So, yeah, I mean that's yeah, gonna. That's, be the, tough. that's the
0: only thing that can happen is they win and and uh, uh, San Francisco loses. Then I believe New Orleans would. No, Philly is in. Oh. Philly is Philly is in. So, yeah, it's really weird because San Francisco is technically ahead of Philly, but they're not officially in. But Philly is officially in.
1: Oh, I wonder if it's a tiebreaker that, that... It's some kind of the... weird
0: tiebreaker, yeah. Yep.
1: All right, so there uh, we go.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, so, I bet, um, I bet the
1: Eagles happen. have the tiebreaker because they beat the Saints.
0: The Eagles... Uh. Yeah, and, and San Francisco beat the Eagles. So, yeah, it's really yeah. strange. But that, and then the, in the AFC, there's um, you know Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and Indianapolis are all kind of fighting over those last two spots. So that's uh, that's going to be more fun than this NFC race because uh, a lot of st- a lot of weird things could happen. I was I was seeing that if the Colts lose, then Los Angeles and Las Vegas could kneel out the whole game. And end in a zero zero tie, and both of them would make the playoffs, and the Colts would not. Not all <laughs> oh, that, that would that's... ever happen, but that would be pretty interesting.
1: I mean, I would find it hilarious if they kind of did yeah. a handshake deal and they would just be like, run yeah. up the middle, run up the middle, three, yeah. three. You guys want
0: to screw over the Colts? You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're both getting in, we'll meet you in the playoffs, guys. Hey,
0: you know, I mean, yeah. it let's not get in either thing. team. Yeah, it would be interesting. Um,
1: And then Roger Adele would call and throw a tipper tantrum.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, that is going to do it, I think.
1: Yeah, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube.
0: We'll be back on Sunday afternoon, well, Sunday evening, I guess. Uh, this is a four twenty-five game again to discuss this game and kind of give a little, I guess, recap on the season. But I think uh, maybe sometime well, next week we'll do a bigger.
1: Yeah, we'll do recap. a recap later on.
0: Yeah, we'll do awards and do all that fun stuff. So, re- awards and punishments.
1: Ooh. Some of these, I like some that.
0: of these players and. Staff deserves some punishment. So, dropping brass uh, balls on their head. There you go. <laughs> until then, everybody, <laughs> stay safe out there and keep pounding.